0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Just One More Opinion. My name is Charlie and today we shall take a trip into a much more mystical, mesmerizing multiverse as we visit the 2016 movie Doctor Strange. And it's about to get strange as well, so buckle up for this magical episode. All right, all right, let us begin. Doctor Strange is a new addition to the MCU as we are introduced to Doctor Stephen Strange, a brilliant neurosurgeon played by the so very talented Benedict Cumberbatch. He is a top-tier actor. If you haven't seen him on uh, Sherlock, go have a look. He's great in it. And here he plays a very interesting, complex character, So, this casting was, in my opinion, perfect. The movie starts with... Well, before the movie starts, really, we have something exciting to talk about. A new Marvel logo. With an awesome design animation showing different moments from past MCU movies. And the logo will change as the years go by. And I I just loved it. I thought it was a great little add-on to the franchise that it reminds us, with every movie how big the MCU is and is becoming. Doctor Strange takes us on a very different, unique story as we leave the land of the physical and explore the dimensions of the mystical. The movie can be quite funny at times, but it also packs some important lessons about character, belief and life. So. I wanted to start off with the lessons and themes it explores and then move on to characters and story in greater detail. But (laughs) as I usually do, I will probably tap into everything as I go. So, yeah. Anyway, the exciting incident of the story, the accident that Strange was on, is in itself a valuable message. I think that making it such a... for lack of a better word trivial event, and yet tragic, of course, was a great way to further educate viewers about the dangers one might face if they use their phone while driving. I'm very much against distractions uh, while driving, with or without passengers, because life is so precious and fragile, vulnerable to an instant accident, so I thought this was a very wise, important reminder of the consequences of these... Ignorant actions one might be inclined to do. Another lesson the movie teaches us is about character and letting go of ego. Much like the character of Tony Stark, Stephen starts off very arrogant. He is one of the best neurosurgeons around, but his recklessness leaves him useless to work in the area again. And there's this (laughs) irony that... He could have done a better job at reattaching the nerves and fixing his hands, but of course now he was the helpless victim. The accident doesn't make him value life. Instead, he turns bitter towards everyone, especially towards his friend Christine Palmer, played by Rachel McAdams. He is a a bit of a jerk to her, rejecting the idea that he can still find purpose outside of his career and alienating her as well. Again, like Stark, uh, Steven's ego takes over him. It makes his perspective somewhat narrow-minded and his rage is fueled by the loss of his hands. Um, And this is one of the plot points that lead him to where he needs to be, so I'll get into details later. But what I wanted to get at is that there is so much character growth within Strange as we get into... The final moments of the movie, his, his ego shrinks as he learns to care for someone other than himself and to see things in a different way, forgetting everything he thinks he knows. And that links to belief, which is another important theme of the movie. Strange is a man of science, of course he is, he, he's a surgeon, a very good one at that. Um, so he dismisses any notion of spirituality being real or beneficial. When he meets the Ancient One, he is appalled by what she tells him and he's played and and Cumberbatch plays him to be this very dangerously ignorant man and I think this says a lot about how problems arise in our planet, many are the result of belief and ignorance clashing, being polar opposites, but I think for me at least, it's really about acceptance. We should all accept that other people believe in things we don't comprehend, things we don't believe in, and those things may or maybe are not based on science, which is mostly seen as fact, but I don't think it, it's right to completely feel the need to insult or lessen another person's sense of spirituality or religion, to, to call them stupid or ignorant because everyone has a right to an opinion. It's only when that opinion puts someone in danger that I have a problem with using your beliefs to hurt, devalue, or even kill someone is despicable. But if your perspective on the world around you brings nothing but peace of mind and positivity to yourself and even others, then who am I to judge or degrade you? Of course, there, there are some grey areas where someone's opinion uh, goes against um, an actual fact, scientific fact, in those cases, obviously, there's other factors to, to assess, but you, you got my, I, think, I think you get my point. And I think that the movie teaches us a lesson to open our eyes and minds to what is unlikely, but not impossible. To something outside our current knowledge. The, the story of Stephen Strange turned him from a man of science to a man of science and spirit. And then we have um, we also have a lesson about life and what to do with it. Strange thought that his only purpose was to be a surgeon to help lives, to help save lives, when in truth he really just thought about his fame and his status. When the accident happens, he he spends all his money and time to try to become of use again, but to no success. It's only at the end of the movie that he realizes how self-centered he had been, and decides to live in true service of others, preventing unknown disasters from happening and protecting the earth from otherworldly threats. The ancient one also gives him a, a slice of wisdom as she passes away at the at the end. She says that death gives gives life meaning, and this concept this idea goes against our villains. Point of view. So, let me finish this section on themes and lessons, and start talking about characters first. Our villain, Kaeliaus, played by Mats Mickelson. I guess is viewed as another black sheep in the MCU's rose gallery because maybe is is an unremarkable like Malekith, and well, I agree that he's one of the weakest antagonist in the franchise, but I give him more credit more credit than what I have to say about the Dark World villain. Um, and my biggest defense for Caecilius is that his motives are good, but they're terribly underexplored, as is his origin. There's a line about him losing everyone he ever loved, but we are not shown this event, nor do we get a scene alone with him feeling the pain of his loss. Baron Zemo in Civil War worked for me because we spent a few moments alone with the character and in the end he opened up to T'Challa. Here we get something like that when Strange confronts Caecilius and he tells them the good doctor how he feels about the concepts of time and death. He describes time as our biggest enemy and death as an insult. and I have to say, from my life experience and my thoughts on both matters, I sort of see his point and even agree with him to some extent. Time is fighting against us and sometimes it's excruciating to watch time win over and over again. And death, well, it is something terrifying to some. A type of insult, for sure. Especially when it doesn't take us, but someone we love. Turning us hopeless and scared, so his motives for wanting the world to live in an immortal spell do come from a very humane fear, but it was in the execution of his character arc that things go wrong. We have the scene, the scene, yes, but in no other moment are we specifically told the circumstances, the origins for his suffering how his family died and why it has taken such a drastic toll on him that makes him turn to darkness on a whim. So I'm afraid they, they had something interesting around Caecilius, but they didn't develop it the way they should have. As I've mentioned before, we are also introduced to the character of the Ancient One, played by Tilda Swinton, a very mysterious individual who is hiding something from her students including Mordo, uh, played by Shiwetel Ejiofor. And Mordo is just this respectful pupil of hers who follows her teachings almost blindly, never questioning the truth he's presented. That's why he's deeply hurt upon discovering the truth at the end. You see, unlike Strange, who became open and curious, breaking the rules in the sake of true knowledge, Mordo has been believing everything he has been told by the Ancient One. He never once thought about her duplicity, and he cannot even admit that maybe he is wrong, so when he finds out he is wrong, his spirit breaks completely. The Ancient One has lied to him and everyone, but but her dishonesty was not born out of evil intent. Like Strange says, she was a complicated person who did what she thought was right to protect her planet and the stability of the universe. In the moment of her demise, when Strange and her astral forms um, are in conversation, she also mentions something, this this idea that craving success is not the same as fearing failure. And that kind of connected with me, and I'm sure with a lot of people as well, including Stephen Strange, of course. Um, I won't go into more detail regarding that, sort of teaching, but I thought it was a nice touch to an already unique uh, death scene. I've also mentioned Christine Palmer, a beautiful surgeon and colleague of Strange with whom she had had a relationship before, and still some... she still has some hold on his sense of humanity, in some ways she is, is um anchor who What keeps Strange from floating away, of course, the the tragic initial incident was a breaking point in their friendship, but Palmer's personality and values didn't let her become bitter towards Stephen, uh, like he became, um, because she did help him later on when he needed her medical intervention, and... I love how the movie didn't revolve around their romance, not even providing the audience with a feel-good little kiss on the lips at the end, which I found, in a way, original, considering some movies end with that final PDA. Not here, though. Um, The movie did follow some tropes, but I'll get into those in a bit. We also meet Wong, another sorcerer who can be quite funny at times, provides some nice parrying to our protagonists' sarcasm and jokes. But apart from that, his role is minimal in the story, functioning only as an ally and protector of the planet. And the final character we have to talk about is... The Cloak of Levitation. (laughs) I'm kidding. Or am I? Mm -hmm. Well, he is kind of a character as well, having a life of its own and all, also offering some humorous moments, but okay. Dormammu is the next vital character in this film. His introduction was unexpected, yes, but his design was a bit um unimpressive to me. I don't know, I'm not really a fan of gigantic, gigantic one-color villains with a menacing voice and one scene, albeit a great scene, but yeah, I wonder if he's going to return for the sequel or not, but yeah, we'll have to see. Wait and see. And that was characters. We're done with that. Now, I think that most of the story of the movie was mentioned in these last few sections, but I'll try to slip in, slip in some things I haven't touched upon. First off, the special effects. Scott Derrickson, the director, did a fantastic job uh, with bringing magic and these crazy sequences, just mind-blowing stuff to the screen, specifically the, um, the open-your-eye scene when Strange meets the Ancient One. It just looked like an actual acid trip. trip. Um, Derrickson used some cre- very creative ways to show how far they could go with the effects and how to explore the multiverse. There were lots of seamless transitions between shots, between moments in the real world and in the wild other dimensions. And as for our final battle, which wasn't really a battle, more of a a conversation with some dying by Strange's (laughs) part, I found this encounter quite innovative. Strange was very astute with his plan against Dormammu, offering a rather unique third act, and also very (laughs) memeable. His bargain with Dormammu led to Caecilius and his zealots to disappear just like that, which was... fine, I guess. Um and yeah the the fight scenes with the with the magic with the spells some of it was quite cool but um nothing too impressive, nothing that really stood out only with um the graphical sequences of dimensions collapsing, and yeah, that was very cool, but the fighting itself amongst the characters was it was okay also. Introducing the Eye of Agamotto as the Time Stone was awesome! And the time manipulation um, animations were very cool as well. The the post-credit scenes teased an angry Mordo with a vicious plan to rid the world of unworthy sorcerers. And the other one paved the way for Thor Ragnarok as we were shown an actual clip from that film in which Doctor Strange makes an appearance. Now, uh, besides the villain problem, there were some moments in the movie where I felt that the writing was pretty lazy. For example, when Strange meets Wong in the library, he picks up the exact book from which Caecilius had stolen a page. Okay, And Wong tells Strange all about Caecilius. I I just thought that that was um, a necessary exposition, you know? Also, everyone says that Marvel used the Iron Man formula here, with Strange being another Stark, a guy with ego and skill, who undergoes a terrible experience that takes him on a path of heroism. I I, I get it. I kind of see it too. But, oh well, it it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. (laughs) Overall, though, I thought the movie was great. We have some comedy sprinkled throughout, with Beyoncé and Wi-Fi passwords being surprising punchlines. The VFX, again, magnificently used. We experience something new in the MCU. And also Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange is just phenomenal. The character eventually grows on you, gets released from his narcissistic cocoon and learns to, well, learn. He learns to learn. The master of one thing, in this case, neurosurgery, becomes the apprentice of another. Strange acquires new knowledge after being presented with different possibilities, accepting those, even if at first he was cynical. And here we have another great lesson about how one is always learning and should always strive to learn more, not be constricted to the teachings one already has, but open to more. And with that said, I, I, I quite enjoyed Doctor Strange, the character and the movie. I'd give it an 8 as an MCU film and a 7 as a movie in general. It's not perfect, far from it, but it brings something exciting to the table. Something mystical. Something, well, strange. And we have reached the end of the episode. This was another fun one for me, guys. Tomorrow we catch up with the Guardians of the Galaxy and, and see how, how space is doing. Hope you enjoyed this one and I hope that you are doing well. I'll talk to you tomorrow and goodbye.